Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello there and welcome to another episode of Four Times in a Podcast. This week's episode is brought to you as always by footballprizes.co.uk. This week's Celtic prize on there is a one-of-a-kind prize. It's an Alan Thompson signed and custom frame Celtic shirt. You can win this by going to their website and just searching through prizes. You'll find a Celtic one. There's a load of instant win prizes as well. So if you go over there and use your discount code, which is Tim's 10, it'll get you 10% off your tickets as well. But this competition ends Monday 29th of May at half seven at night. So be sure to get your tickets before then. There's only 99 available, so you'll need to be quick. But thanks to Football Prizes for their continued support throughout this season. And thanks to anybody that has used our discount code. And it's, it helps us keep the lights on over here. But we'll go on with the show. And welcome to another episode of Four Times in a Podcast. You join us on Monday the 22nd of May. And first of all, we can only apologise for being as inconsistent as you've came to know. We've not been on since Celtic won the league. So quite a bit to discuss. So we'll get through as much as we can in about half an hour to an hour. We'll see how it goes. Tony, I'll bring you in We before we get into what's happened after it. Celtic were crowned champions after a... 2-0 victory at Tynecastle. It feels like forever ago now, but how does it feel to officially have Celtic crowned as the two in a row league champions? To be fair, I've been drunk about 10 times since then to celebrate. Uh, no, apologies, we are very inconsistent. It's great to be to be champions again. Very well deserved. Uh, we've won it really easily. I think um, we, we had it won for kind of November. Um, they went through a period, I think, it was, I think St Johnson beat them, St Mirren drew with them. They drew at home with Livy and we were just relentless and we, we grinded out a few really big wins and getting into the World Cup break, we were we were in really good nick. It, it probably been a bit kind of, it's easy to say we won it in November now, but I think a, a lot of damage was done to them now and they obviously changed their manager. 
But no, the the the, the guys have been fantastic. I know the last few games haven't they been have they been great or haven't they been to the standards, but I think his big answer, um kind of paraphrasing, but it was something about boxers hold the belt but they don't win every round and, and we hold the belt and yeah, I'm happy enough for that to be totally honest. I thought the game at Hearts first half half they were awful. I I've not got to get back and moan about the Fs. Well I I tell a lie, I'm going to more about two decisions. Um, I thought that, that red card was a stonewall red card. Made us going through in his last man, so I thought it was a red card. And I don't know how Cantwell never get booked against us um, because I had a, I was waiting on him for a 33-1 shot. But um, I um really happy with how, we're, how we've seen it out. It's been a very good season. Obviously, we've still got one more big game to go where we can, we can win a treble, which I didn't think two years ago we would be anywhere near a treble for a, for a long time. I, I didn't think we'd be really close to league titles. I think most people two years ago would have thought that Rangers would have been going for their 57th slash third title. Um, but in, it, it's turned out we've gone for our... Was it 50th? We've won a 53rd and we're going for a world domestic or a world record um, eighth domestic treble and obviously the whole world's most successful club stuff. So it's been great and I can I can see why the players have kind of played with in this the last couple of games. Players don't want to get injured. They want to be fit for the cup final. Um, you miss Carter Vickers as well. Fucking hell, you miss him terribly. Um, I'm just glad he's going to be injured up until we start next season. So hopefully there's no bids coming for him. Because uh, he is a top-class centre-half. Really, really good. Massive fan of him. Uh, and Alistair Johnson as well. You miss these guys. And obviously other players have come in. And it's, it's not been great. Um, but to, to win another league title, I mean, you never get sick of watching Celtic win the league. Um, I think that's 12 titles at the last 13. or Sorry, 11 at the last 12. Um, just phenomenal dominance and... As I say, sometimes you see on Twitter fans of stupid clubs saying, oh, you don't know how it feels when we win cups. And I don't think they understand how important that is for us. We need to win. That's just bred into us. And it's a relief. It's joy. It's excitement. It's being out with your family, your friends and celebrating. There's nothing quite like winning the league title. And there's, well, you only think better is winning a treble. So, no, massive credit to... To Ange and his, his staff and also the um the players, um well deserved champions and uh, hopefully hopefully had a bit of form for the Hibs and Aberdeen game and then then really turn it on at Hamden and I think they will do. I definitely, as you say, still a few games to go before that cup final. As we wrap up the league season, Danny, as Tony's covered there, we've quite a bit's happened, but I think the most important thing is. Although we all sort of knew it was coming, Celtic have officially been crowned champions. And I know, as I said, we are probably the most inconsistent Celtic podcast out there. But a lot of that's got to go down the end as well, because we're just happy enjoying Celtic, loving life. And uh, another great title to enjoy. What have you made that day? And then obviously the few weeks since then. I suppose I should make it a hat trick and apologise to everybody for not being here. Um, no, we we knew we were going to win the league at some point, um, the way that how consistent we've been this season, and we won it the first chance we got, and which was great because the team deserved to be able to go and win it themselves, and you know instead of them dropping points or something. So no, it was great to win the league. And I agree with Tony, it was a storm of red <laughs> Um 
but the since then, I mean, they've obviously the fits came up against a wee bit. I think Tony Spawn and the players are looking towards the cup final. They don't want to be like Johnson or Carter Vickers and not go to make it. They want to play. They want to play in playing the cup final. And these are at the minute. These are just glorified friendlies, and folk have lost their running themselves the last couple of weeks. Obviously, you don't want to go to the Ibrox and get beat three not, and that's like something that you know. If I want, you know, it's, it's never. But I think a lot has been made about that game, whereas. <laughs> borrowing a borrowing a, a quote for them, it wasn't really a three nothing game. I mean, we popped the ball out really well, um, and just never the final ball was lacking. And I think we missed two sitters. We could have done another penalty. Um, although Rangers were playing their two keepers again, um, and they they took their chances and we gave them two goals maybe. Um, so obviously the way I get beat, but it wasn't as if. They completely outclassed us and hammered us, and you know obviously they'll make out that they did, but everybody knows they never. Um, and then last uh, this week was just bash really. It was it was played like a pre-season friend, like it was played like a game at the end of the season. The, the intensity set me in. You know they're just happy to be in the top six, so they came in and a bit of a goal, and I thought they played quite well, but. We just played within ourselves, and I was actually quite surprised to get equalised. I didn't think they were going to get it, but thankfully they did, and they were unlucky not to win in the end. I think oh, they had a good shot, they hit a post, I know that was at 2 1, but they had a few openings. Um, but Tony's right, it's all about uh, two weeks, two weeks' time, and uh, going for a treble, and it would be the fifth treble in seven years, which is just fucking insane, which is a mad start. Before we started recording, we were talking about. Um, when Rogers came in just fleetingly and to think that that day that seven years later basically um, or even I mean there we go yesterday was seven years of the day Hibs beat Rangers in the cup final we announced Rogers the night before if he'd have said seven years later that we were going for our fifth treble he would have just laughed and to think everything that's happened and how low we were two years ago Tony's right these other people say oh you know he's were Oh, is this a crisis for you? He's finished saying then getting to the Champions League qualifiers. Well, I it is because we need to win. And that's the way we've been brought up. That's the way that we, we've come to expect over the years is that we win. And in two weeks, the team are going to play for their fifth treble in seven years. And even us that say you expect to win, we need to win. That's just bonkers to me. And considering four of them are one in a row. And, and that's it as well. You know, if you've won four trebles already and we're going for a fifth, obviously with a trophy this season, but last year we won two of the three. So, so only out of those 21 trophies, I think it's 17 we're going for. And that's just fucking bonkers. Like, then this team deserves a lot of credit for keeping that momentum going. And no, even though we dropped it for a season, to just pick it up again and go again. And I mean, Postecoglou's on for five, five out of six. And that's just tremendous, and he's a bit of luck. I mean, we're a bit of luck away from going for a double treble. I mean, if you look at the semi-final last year, Carter Vickers hits the bar for the six-yard line, and if he scores that, we're probably talking about a double treble again. It's just mental. No, absolutely. As you say, it's been an amazing sort of, like you say, St. Rogers, period of success we've had has been quite incredible. I know we had that COVID season, it wasn't a real season anyway, but apart from that we've just swept up just about every trophy and even as you say last year, eh, we were probably the wood for a 
a crossbar away from getting to the Scottish Cup final and going for another treble. And like, I think that's what people need to sort of take any perspective like they know because, as you say, like after the, after the Rangers game, I, I'll not lie, I, I didn't blame anybody for coming out and being angry and having a go because I'd spent that for a week as well convincing myself that that game doesn't mean anything. But I, I do think that the performance was pretty disgraceful and it was right for people to get worked up but the Samira game I think was a bit different I think that actually I actually enjoyed being there on Saturday I thought eh, as you said Samira came and had a go and that, I know a few of the games at Celtic Park in about January time when the Scottish Cup and that it looked a bit more comfortable but Samira have done that every time we've played them this season that was obviously the second time they took points through in the league eh, but like it, it was an enjoyable game like in terms of like it was end to end and usually you've got a team coming with 11 men behind the ball and just sort of eh, expecting like to see us having a struggle to break teams down but I thought Samarin, eh, like the goals we conceded were pretty poor from your perspective but they kept coming they also hit a post at 2-1 as well and eh, if that had went in I don't think we would have come back but a bit like there's been a few games like that at Celtic Park where like the Ross County game I think it was the Hibs game as well where we went behind and then came back to win obviously we didn't come back to win on Saturday but when the league's done I think eh, you're just I've seen there's a lot of people on Twitter like who are quite rightly saying as well you're not going to remember these games in two or three weeks time when you're we're hopefully looking back at another treble and uh, I don't think they'll take up too much space if the club bring a DVD out of a season review or whatever because it's just like the job's done and like, Angie's right like uh, uh, as Tony said the sort of heavyweight boxer you don't need to win every round as long as you keep the belt then you've won the fight and like, your fight's done like, and that's why you're seeing some sort of mental arithmetic gymnastics for uh, any sort of Rangers leaning pundit or ex-player or that in the, in the media at the moment who's trying to make out this new table that they're coming up with I've seen it called the Hundes League, I've seen it called Serie Abil, like they're just they're making up any sort of stat they want to suit their agenda whereas the fact is that every time they come up against us when it mattered uh, this season they were unable to beat us and of course they, they won that game in the league but in the grand scheme of things we won the two cup games we avoided defeat at Ibrooks at uh, New Year and we won that game at Celtic Park 3-2 as well which was basically sealed the league so as long as this team keeps doing it when it matters and I've got full confidence that they will then I think people need to sort of calm down a bit with the writing players off and he's no good enough and he should be sold and whatever I think you've just got to trust Ange and his recruitment and uh, the likes like I thought the most hypocritical thing I seen on Saturday was people uh, after guys like Awata at centre half and uh, the previous week Kobayashi and saying oh we shouldn't have let Morris Jens go and I think Jens and Welsh were the centre halves when we get beat at St in September and they were just as bad that day and I think people just sort of rewrite history with these players and it's important that we don't get too carried away because I think Ange is the one that sees them every day in training along with Kennedy and Stratton and Kewl out there you've got people say no they're not taking their opportunity but I think they wouldn't be in the team if it wasn't for uh, showing up and training so I think it's really is just time to keep a bit of perspective and uh, I think 
the team's no let us down when it mattered and for the most part under Ange and I think leave it to, like people start writing I think Trigy and Vanless uh, made a chance and what they would have uh, a few weeks ago because of how we've played since but I don't think Ange will let them uh, turn up that day with full focus on the game and getting the job done and I've complete confidence we will but Andy I'll just come at you as Covered a lot, as we say, it's been two or three weeks since we've been on. Uh, how delighted are you at Celtic Up Champions and what have you made of the two performances since? Obviously, we've lost one and drew one since then. Uh, good to get it tied up, as the boys have said already. It was it just became a bit of a matter of sort of when and no if. And we were, we were relentless for, for weeks on end. Every time they dropped points, we were, we were on it to make sure we either kept the gap extended the gap and um, I think we've been pretty much tremendous all season so it's it's probably clutching a wee bit to have a go and you see the Lumerang we were fucking rotten uh, Brooks, we were just miles off it across the pitch I don't really think there was anybody who, who would come away with, with pass marks for that game um, surprised maybe but when I I mean, sort of take everything into perspective. Obviously, I was annoyed at the time like everybody else because, I mean, let's face it, you never want to get beat off them. But, like, when you say, when you're looking at perspective, it was more so that if if we had to win that game, I just I think that we would have. And I think it comes down to that. Look, really, that's what was left of their season. Treat that game like a cup final and go out and sort of base that up. And then we'll hear about how good they're going to be next season. Whereas, Realistically, it was done for us. It meant for a call. Um, I we were poor, but that was it. And again, it's probably similar to said, but to be fair, that don't be wrong, we were fucking rotten again. Um, there's two goals in the first half. I think both of them come from mistakes. And don't be wrong, I think it was one of the big kings, and especially in Scotland, um, and especially in the last few years, I think the standards dipped even further. But it's no often that. You make two mistakes in a game against so everybody else in the league bar Rangers and you get punished for it. Usually that doesn't happen. Usually you need to make two, three, four, five mistakes before they punish you for one. Um, whereas probably some women's credit, I suppose they get two mistakes in the first half and punish us for both of them. Um, I didn't think we were great again. Obviously as, as time went on, they sort of changed how they were going to play and regressed further back to the park and sort of Clung on for the result, but I've got to agree. Yeah, with we done like they came out and they had a go in a sense. You're too used to seeing right for kick off, there's keepers wasting time and there's fucking everything they can to, to get out with a nil nil. But Samirin tried to have a go and, and the best way they could, and they got, a, they got a result for it. So fair play to them for it. But I, we were we were a bit poor. I don't think we adapted very well in that game. But I'm trying not to be too critical of the players. My only worry. Darn, I'll just come back to you on this, is that um, since obviously we beat Hearts, the titles we wrapped up. Um, we've had two games. We've looked like an absolute shadow of ourselves in the two. Obviously, we've got to go Easter Road um, on Wednesday and then we play Aberdeen at home. I don't think it's what we're a possibility that we don't have a great performances. I think we're really are still sort of teetering. I would love to see us go out and just battle one of them and look like ourselves, but I suppose the big worry for a lot of people is 
if we do sort of go through the motions and players only at it, if you like, for these two games, you get into that in the next game, and it's a very hard time just to switch on. And I think I just wouldn't like to see us make that game any tougher than it needs to be. Because, um, you know, if we turn up, we win the game. But it's it's just becoming that like, if we go and play the same way, we're probably not going to come away with three points. And before you know it, it's two games turns into three, turns into four, in which you've no one and no really been at the races, then you need to go and get a cup final. And it's, as I say, it's, it's not an easy thing just to switch that back on and look like, a sort of relentless winning machine again. Um, that's just the only thing I would say is that I'd like to see us pick that up. Um, and so sort of just don't look as if we're already at more oldies. No, I think that's a fair point, Andy. I think you're right. I think, uh, as you say, you kind of switch form on and off and uh, we've sort of been pretty poor. Like this. I think the last two games has been two of poorer performances. And as I say, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. But you're right, the fact is we do have a cup final in about just under two weeks at Hamden and I think the golfing class is sort of blessed. I was speaking to somebody all day and I was saying I think the fact that it's a lower league uh, team makes me a lot more confident than I would be if it was maybe a top six uh, SPFL team in terms of like I think as as I say, I think the golf just too big uh, for, I'll say never say never, but for, for a shock to happen that day, I think uh, absolutely everything's got to go wrong for us and absolutely everything's got to go right for Inverness but you're right, I watched for my sins, I watched Hibs game yesterday and they were pretty poor uh, so I'd like to think we can go to Easter Road on Wednesday night, I know it's like, previous to a few seasons ago it was a, a tough place for us to go, there was that long spell when we didn't ever win uh, but you've obviously, like, I think you've got to hope for a win there just in terms of that Aberdeen game uh, we've got on Saturday, obviously it's party day for the fans and uh, we'll get the trophy after the game, but Aberdeen are, I think they're two points ahead of Hearts at the moment and uh, depending what way results go, they could still be desperate for a result on Saturday and like we've seen a few a few years ago when they came in Celtic Park and uh, beat us in the last day and uh, sort of, like, that was on trophy day as well so You'd, if you somehow drop points on Wednesday and then Saturday again, you're right, that, that then possibly is a worry in any cup final because you'd then be four games without a win, which is sort of unheard of for this team, but it's, it's something I think, as much as I said in, uh, previously that I think people should calm down a bit, you're, if, if we do drop points in the next two, then uh, it does make the cup final a bit more difficult, but uh, Tony, what are you thinking about the next two games? Are you still is relaxed and uh, or would you how would your team line up be would you be looking to still get guys on the fringes a wee uh, couple of games or would you as it time that Celtic they try and turn it back on and uh, just go as full strength as they can to uh, get a couple of wins in before the cup final against Inverness um, I'm not particularly bothered with the next two games obviously I want to win it I agree the game at Ibrox was, was unacceptable and I guess they they, they, they games they still matter it's easy to say they don't when you get beat but one of the greatest ever days at Ibrox we'd ever already won the, well two of the greatest ever days at Ibrox we'd already won the league we battered them 3-0 and then, and then 5-1 so obviously it means something but I don't know, who do you get annoyed at after that? Do you just turn on the players or turn on the manager? Was it really for me? I just get pissed and <laughs> enjoyed my night and I didn't really 
didn't really overly bother me when, when push came to shove, as you say, is we beat them in a the final quite easily. Semi-final, we, we beat them and we beat them in the league when it mattered. So I think next season, there's, there's no pressure on us whatsoever. We're the underdogs. They've told us they're coming, they're going to be ready. And if we win the, next, uh, the league next year, it'll be pretty much a miracle. So quite relaxed. We've uh, no pressure on us, all the pressure on them. So, um, next two games, I think he, I think Ann says that um, he's planning and kind of mixing it up again. Um, the, the, the league has won, and I know um, you want to get 100 points, and we, we probably still will. I think we can beat Hibs and Aberdeen, um, even with a team that may be slightly less. Um, are not as strong as, as usual. So, I mean, I, I'd be happy if you played the likes of Hart or bring Kobayashi back in. If, I mean, can he just bin the guy after three games, albeit it was very weak uh, against Hearts and Rangers? But I would bring him in with Starfield, uh, probably bring Taylor in, Ralston. Maybe I'd keep McGregor in the rest. I don't think McGregor's been great for a while. I'd maybe go Awata, Hitati, O'Reilly. Maybe Giroko Vata shout um, and go for, I don't know, Haksabanovic and O. Oh, I don't know, totally makes it up, why not? But I don't think that's how Ange works. I think Ange works based on how good have you been in training. Do you deserve a, a start? But um, I think we'll be, if, if we draw Easter Road, am I going to be overly worried? No, because we can't be caught. I think, um, I think barring the Invincible season, there is usually a drop-off once you've won the league, I think that's a kind of natural reaction. So I think it's easy to say, I think Kenny Miller came out the day and says Michael Beale's won more points since he came in. And uh, I've already said, I think Beale's done a good job in terms of he's mastered beating the shite in this league very easily. And I think next season will be, will be a difficult title race. I think it'll probably come down to the games against them if they can continue to beat the draws. But it's all good and well saying... He's, he's accumulated more points. When it mattered, we accumulated more points. And when the league was won, we'd, we'd done better than him. And that's why we won the league and we put him at the two cups. So I think um, I think people in the media are uh, talking shite. But uh, I, I do concede it'll probably be more difficult next season. But um, no, I'm, I'm not going to get really annoyed or start panicking about the cup final. I think uh, our good friend Melbourne put on somewhere that we're 97% to win it, which makes sense. Um, we should be beating Inverness for sixth in the championship. I don't think they've kicked a ball for a while. I think they may be in a bounce game, but no competitive games for, I think it'll be maybe close to a month by the time we play them. Big pitch. Um, we are more than capable of really putting on a show that day, I think, and I think that's what but most uh, most people expect so I think people say to be honest cunts just love a moan don't they really because cunts they just love to moan about certain um, submarine game was drunk for kick off was drunk after kick off for the smashing day out and then flew back to Ireland yesterday so flying on a Saturday planning to get pissed before kick off pissed after kick off and I'll enjoy my my day either way, and uh, I watch the game on Wednesday, pretty stress-free, so, no, I think, uh, enjoy it, enjoy it, I think, it's been, we get the job done early enough, and these games, as much as you always want to win, if they're not 100% at it, like any kind of ex-football player I've ever spoke to as well, has always says that 
the day kind of play well. Not necessarily they don't want to get injured for these big games. So I think that's what you've seen against Motherwell and they do one each as well. And then made the semi-final and we got the job done in the, in the big game. So, no, I, I'm quite happy for them to mix it up. It makes, uh, makes any odds to me. And Danny, I'll bring you in. What are you thinking for the final two games of the league season? It's, would you be looking to bring guys like maybe Rocco Vata in or is there any, anywhere in the team at all that's sort of concerning you? I think what most people's sort of major concern at the moment has been the uh, gate mole in the centre of defence that Cameron Carter Vickers has left. It's obviously had Kobayashi and Iwata played there. What are you thinking about there? Um, I want to win the last two games. People, it's Tony's right again. Folks just have to moan. It's like you've clinched the league title, and Ange seeing what he's got, and he played a basically a full team in Saturday, and they did So it doesn't mean if he drafts a few players, they'll no win. I'd like to see him freshen up again. Rocco Vat, I'd be good to get a look at him properly. Um, I'd like to see the boy Adam Brooks get a game up front as well, because he scored two great goals in that Vizca Cup final, um, and he's putting the ball in the net for the youth team, so I know get him a run out as well. Um, but he's not really been in amongst the team, so probably not. But throw Andrew probably want that hundred points. He'll want to finish strongly. Um it's just it's a it's a difficult one to motivate the players because 'cause they're gonna you know, people say I should be motivated all the time, but they they will have their eye in the cup final. And when you put so much into one in the league and what they've put in and you know, there's no as you said earlier, Dan, there's not really let us down since that Scottish Cup final. There's not really let us down in a kind of must-win game. Uh, really? So, they, they've earned a bit of slack the last couple of weeks, in my opinion. And, but I think they will get back to winning Wise tomorrow night. Uh, sorry, Wednesday night, because I don't think Hibs are too good. I think they've basically chucked this season as well. So, it would be good to uh, hopefully finish with two wins, I think. Um, there's a good chance Aberdeen will have clinched third by Sunday as well, so they're probably just in for a party today. And I think Sunday will take care of itself, and it's only Saturday will take care of itself, and you'll get a full house and you're getting the, the trophy, although I don't think many folk will be waiting to see the trophy. They'll probably already be out having a party before the trophy's out, but it'll be something nice to, for it to be looking forward to. And, um, to be honest, I just want the league season done. We've, we clinched the league a couple of weeks ago, it's all about the cup final now, so just get these two games out of the road with the injuries and look forward to Hamden. Aye, definitely. And Andy, I'll bring you in. What would you? How would you look to line up in these last two league games? Would it be a case of maybe one of the games that you do bring in a few of the uh, sort of players that have had less minutes, or do you just go full strength the last two? And as you says at the start of the segment, just try and get a couple of wins. Say uh, to I don't think the team are unconfident, but just to sort of get that bit of form back? I like you say, it's winning's infectious and it's, it's momentum. I, I don't right after enough momentum. And it's, I know, you, like you say, there's, we really should be beating Inverness 10 times out of 10. There shouldn't be any doubt about that. But you know what it's like? Football can be a funny game at times. All it takes is fucking some stupid to happen. There's a, a don't to 10 men or fucking some stupid goalie a bounce off or something. Anything can happen, so I think this we're just mitigating that and I'd like to see is the performances keeping high as I say I don't think it's easy just to if you're say you're pushed for a couple of weeks and then just flick the switch to get back just because players were 
nervous about it, but at the same time, I think there should be players looking to play themselves into the squad. Look, obviously for the majority of the season, the starting eleven's more or less picked itself, with the exception of maybe one or two. Um, there was that obviously patch that Moy had where he forced his way in, but I would say aside for for Moy, it's really it's just everybody probably knows what the starting eleven is most weeks. So I would think a lot of the players who are on the fringes really should be trying to play their way in. Um, guys like Ko, guys like Haksavanovic, Kobayashi, um, they have really their chances to go and try to play their way in. Like if they are unplayable for a couple of weeks, then they've got every right to be asking a question about starting in the cup final um, and then going forward. But we've not looked like that at all. But I'd just like to see that up. And as I say, it's that momentum just to carry on and, and carry into it rather than being poor. But then again, I would also like to um, with the last game of the season against Aberdeen. Um, you know, it's like it's always good if everybody's getting along to the last game and everything's, everything's wrapped up and um, there'll be the parade and everybody will be after it if you're, if you're going to win that game. I think it just sort of ties up the day nicely. Um, but I, as, as I say, I'm no, it's no panic stations, it's no worrying and I'm not really too harsh on the team and I've, I've not been for them, we've been poor, but I think they'd be the first the first people to tell you that. I would just like to see it, it up for these final two games just ahead of that. And as I say, I think there's there's opportunity there for, for players to play their way into um into contention for the cup final. But I I think in terms of who, just, I think Rocco Vat has obviously he's been about the team for a while now and the manager's always said it's about people performing training and You've seen him come on here and there off the bench. I wouldn't be surprised if you see him get a start. Um, Aksibanovic, I'd like to see come in and try and get to that form that he's been at um, just before the we broke for the World Cup. Because before that, he was obviously he'd come into the team and started to play really, really well. Um, I'd agree with Tony and on Kobayashi. I think it just, it'd be harsh just to bid him off right away. Don't worry, he was ranked rotten. But um, that's it's like you've got to give the chance again um, in these two games as you say they don't mean anything so if it doesn't mean a fucking arse yet they don't mean anything um, but it can't do any harm to get a centre-half playing a centre-half um, because of what I just it's the, the main main target was him that whole game and um, it was just it, it was a bit of a bully it was a bit of a bully victim at one point um, against Maine but you knew it was coming because it's not his game at all um, to be playing up against that. And you would assume if we went into the cup final, that Inverness will try and exploit that the same way. But I think there's a number of players there who who should be looking to take the opportunity to, to get in the team because um, they've got no fucking issue. But if they get injured, they'll know because they're not going to be starting anyway. So I, um, I'd just like to see his up the performance, really, darn. I think it's... It'd just be nice to go into to go into that with momentum behind us and no coming off the back of four poor performances in a row. Um, so as I say, it, it just really right. Like everybody, you really really want to win it. I think just might getting as much as we can. Um, and, and sort of getting the. It just looks as if we're really playing with like cobwebs off the time around the players. Like some of them just look as if they are already away in holiday, standing up. Um, and I just I refuse to believe that that can just be sort of flicked away, just right away ahead of the cup final. I, I don't think that's how it works. I think we've seen it before. Um, no, just for us, I think you see it across across Europe when teams play like this and then go into a cup final. It's never 
the cake walk that you think it is. Um, that'll be the one and only time a lot of Inverness players get to a game like that. Um, and, and they'll go and try and treat it as such. So I think that I'd just like to see us at it and as the best possible sale that you can see. And I think the way you go about that is, is two good performances before it. I absolutely. And obviously, I think as much as the uh, result is the everything, uh, like I think on Trophy Day last year, we were absolutely annihilated Motherwell. And I think that added to the atmosphere in that. And hopefully, we can get the same on Saturday and obviously at Easter Road as well. But uh, I've covered quite a lot. So I'll just get some predictions before we go. Andy, I'll bring you back in. Give me predictions for both games. And if you want to throw in some scorers, you can as well. Uh, I'll go for let me think I reckon it'll be 3-1 against Hibs I, I think we'll, we'll come back and, and put in a half decent performance Um, I reckon we'll win 3-1 against them and I actually do think that we will batter Aberdeen in the final game of the season I can see that being a, a 5-0 job um, or something along the lines I do think that after the last two performances we will pick up so I'll go 3-1 and 5-0 um, and not get a single clue who will be in the score sheet. But I do think somebody who's no scored this season yet will. Um, so whether that's Vata or Iwata, Kobayashi, somebody like that, somebody who's no scored this season will score at some stage. Oh, here's Holton. Uh, Danny, what are you going for in both games? I think we'll win 2 nothing on Wednesday night. And uh, I think we'll get a couple of goals on Wednesday night. And then on Saturday we'll win four nothing and Rocco Vato score and I don't know who else will score. Um, like you see Greg Taylor in the season with a goal because he deserves it, but I think we'll win the last two games and we'll finish the champions. Tony, what are you going for in both? Probably we'll lose the next two and lose the cup final. <laughs> um, three nil against Tibbs, right? But I think. Yeah, right. I will bounce back when that. And then I will be Aberdeen two 0 And um, then I'm sure I'm sure we'll come back and do a preview, preview against uh, for the cup final. I don't, I don't think pod terms has ever been about for a Celtic treble. Am I right? Well, no, fuck. I'm talking absolute total shit. We were about when we done the critical treble, but doesn't really count because of who our manager was. So um, we'll be we'll be back to talk about hopefully. Um, breaking the world record for tables um, eh, exciting stuff but I think we'll win the next few games I think uh, I think he'll go probably rack up a few goals and finish the, the top goal scorer Aye hopefully uh, I think that we'll I think we'll win comfortably on Wednesday I think it'll be 3-0 Celtic and it was a great performance that, uh, between Christmas and New Year all years were there actually and it was a great night. I think you'll get the same on Wednesday, last away game of the season. Uh, away fans got them done all season, so hopefully the players gave them a performance to be proud of for the last away game of the season. Uh, as I say, I think it'll be 3 now, and I'll go for Kyogo to be on the score sheet. Uh, and then Aberdeen game, I think uh, this depends. I think if Aberdeen have a lot to play for, it might be tighter than uh, people would think. But I know... Uh, Rangers are playing Hearts during the week, so if Aberdeen get a positive result, they'll have all but sealed uh, third place. Uh, aye, third place. So if that's the case, then I think uh, one of you says that it could be right. Both teams will just be there for 
a party and to celebrate a successful season. And if that's the case, I think Celtic will win 4-1. Uh, I'll go for Kyogo again. I think, as Tony says, I think he'll just keep racking up the goals and finish top scorer. And Celtic will continue to look to break and set more records uh, in terms of goals scored as well. And Duke will get the consolation goal for Aberdeen and then sign for Celtic in the summer. There you go. Uh, but I, as Tony says, we'll be back for a Scottish Cup final preview next week. Uh, but also, I believe, in the pre-match press conference for the Aberdeen game this uh, towards the end of this week. So if you've got any questions you'd like put to Ange that won't get us banned from Celtic Park, then send them to us on our social medias. Just search for Pod Tims on Twitter or Four Tims in a podcast anywhere else and you'll find us. Uh, and I will be back hopefully next week. I know we're in consistency. You might hear us before the first game in the Champions League next season, depending how uh, organised we are next week. But we will be back. We'll, we'll definitely be back for the Scottish Cup uh, final preview. promise you that. Uh, but I thanks very much for taking the time to listen and we will speak to you next week. Cheers. <laughs>Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey. It's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.